the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. Before I went to break, I teased that Apple just got a nice upgrade today. Apple is a company I own shares of. I legally got to disclose that. Um, upgraded today to buy from neutral. Price target goes from 170 to 265 based upon expectations for greater recurring iPhone hardware revenue due to a growing installed base and a stickiness of the App Store. And that should drive more visibility into iPhone sales, as well as continued iPhone expansion driven by new partnerships. The firm also believes upward revisions to consensus expectations are likely given, ultimately because of underestimated gross margin potential. Apple service could be the next long-term driver, saying Apple may be working on building out a foundation for a service to provide seamless access and mobility of digital content across all of their products. Now, there's one more upgrade today that's worthy of noting. Oppenheimer, they're upgrading Intel. It's an $18 stock, but they're saying it's a $28 stock. They think the belief that the PC market is poised, I love that word, poised, for continued growth in 2010. Now, Oppenheimer thinks that PC growth could exceed 10% in 2010, driven by factors including overdue hardware upgrades, lean inventories, and a rebound in IT spending. Intel's believed to be well-positioned to capitalize on and even outpace market trends, through share gains in select segments, mostly notably servers. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Brian in the East Bay. Oh, thanks, Rob, for taking my call. Sure. Um, you know, one of my questions was is that I have a basic Roth IRA through American Funds, um, and I, I feel like it's not going anywhere. What's your advice? Um, why do you have American Funds? It's it's just what I have. I've had it for years. Who's who picked that for you? Uh, the I, I guess the broker. Okay. Person. So who? Are you, what what group are you working with? It's uh, used to be Lincoln Financial, and then they said they switched over to American Funds. Brian, do you own a white glove? No. Get a white glove, and next time you see that broker, slap him with it. Um, in large part, American Funds are awful, awful, awful product. If I was 21, just graduating college, and I wanted to get into the financial industries, I would work for an insurance company, or I would work for a bank, or I'd work for um, a financial planning company that sells American funds. Because every time someone buys it, you make big bucks. There's a 5.75% load. It's called a loaded fund. So for let's say you bought that fund for $100. You bought $100. You give them $100. You actually only bought $94.75. And that's bogus. That's crap. I think it's wrong. I think it's misleading. It's tough to figure out what they did and why they did it because they actually buy the shares under the price that you could actually get them for. So it doesn't. So it looks like you know it was a good transaction. I hate it. Now, what what should I move it into? I mean, is the market actually going to get better, or should I move it to gold or something else? (laughs) Don't move it to gold. You, You think gold because you hear radio 
personalities talking about it. And radio personalities only talk about it because it's one of the bigger commercials that we can get. There's not a lot of big paying commercials. People aren't like saying, Rob, come sell Sobs for us and I'm going to give you $500 every time you say Sobs are the best cars right. in the world. Um, gold has a 30% markup in the coin side of it. So coin dealers, 30% markup to buy, 30% markup to sell. It's You can't make money on that. So I'd prefer if you're going to buy gold, buy gold bullion or buy, though it's ticker symbol GLD, GLD. Um, if you really want to buy gold or if you want to buy gold, you can buy the gold miners, ticker symbol GDX, GDX. Now, will the market go up? Yes, Brian, the market will go up. Market goes up seven out of 10 years. It's done it for, if you were a hundred year old man, it's done it for every 10 year period. Now, is that mean that it's going to continue to you know honor that and go higher? No, but you have to have a faith in capitalism. And honestly, Brian, what the hell else are you going to do? Are you going to buy gold and then when you're 65 years old, spend gold coins at the, at the commissary in the market? Probably not. So I'm asking you. Oh, I know, I know, and I, that's why I'm trying to give an entertaining response so that people don't turn the dial and and go figure out what the heck Ron Owens is talking about um, or Gary Radnich. So the way to get wealthy in America is to, on a regular basis, buy more. You don't get rich by buying the right thing. You get rich by buying it consistently. So you set up your 401k. Do you have a 401k, Brian? Yes. Okay, max out the 401k. 401k is better than a Roth IRA to me, in large part because you don't pay federal taxes, you don't pay state taxes, you don't pay county taxes, you don't pay Social Security taxes, you don't pay any of the crap taxes that get uh, tied to your uh, paycheck. So... Every dollar you put in your 401k is a real dollar. Every dollar you put in your four in your Roth, you've already paid. You've already lost forty cents on. If you're in a twenty five percent tax bracket, nine and a half percent tax in the state of California, by the time you get it in there, it's you've lost a lot of money. So max out the 401k plus you lower your taxable income that you're going to owe Uncle Sam at the end of the year. So that's how you get wealthy. Um, buy a large cap fund, buy a mid cap fund, buy a small cap fund, or buy a total stock market fund. Buy an international fund and buy some sort of income fund and keep buying more of it. And, you know, when I was working as an investment advisor back on the East Coast, um, what I could tell you is that the, the wealthiest people were the people that, you know, they'd come into my office and it would be a lady that's like 80 years old. And she goes, yeah, my husband during the war bought GE and we every two months we bought a little bit more and a little bit more. And those are the people that end up with millions of dollars. Um, it's it's the, the turtle and the, the hare. You know, most of us are too quick. It's saying we got to do it now, got to do it now, got to do it now, got to do it. If you max out your 401k every two weeks, you're going to turn around when you're 60 and go, I almost said a dirty word. I almost threw the F-bomb. You're going to go, man, I got a lot of money. Um, And that's what I'd say. If you have extra money after the 401k maxing out, put it into a Roth for sure. In large part, that money grows tax deferred and later in life it comes out tax free. And if our government continues to spend money like our government's been doing for the last 10, 20 years, they're going to have to raise taxes on old people at some point in time. So that would be a better plan than the 401k. But for now, I'm going to assume that the tax brackets stay kind of where they are now. So I'm going to say do the 401k first and the Roth IRA second. Or you could do 50-50 if you really wanted to go that way. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. This year, you could put five thousand dollars into your 401k into your roth ira if you're under the age of 49 uh roth ira if you're over the age of 50 you could put six thousand dollars into it and some of the best things that congress has ever done for us is the 401k you know this is gonna sound really funny you're gonna say don't go there i would have voted for hillary clinton had i got a chance to 
over McCain and over Obama because she was the only person out there saying, I'd like to do a mandatory 401k. You want to solve our, our economic problems in the United States? Do mandatory 401ks. Other countries do it. Why don't we do it? Why don't we force people to save for their retirement? And then when in retirement, we can give them less. But nope, we'd rather just say, ah, the Social Security will be there for you. But people don't realize Social Security sucks. Social Security is $20,000 a year after you pay taxes on that and after you, you cover your health care costs and your Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal. It's maybe $1,000 a month. Maybe. I can't live off $1,000 a month unless I'm living in Samoa. There's been a big flood there. There's been a big disaster there. So that's you can you can buy cheap in Samoa right now. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a look at some of the other financial stories that are out there today. Hmm. I know that I found... Oh, ooh, yeah. I'm going to talk about LED light bulbs in the next segment, or when I can talk about it. Um... But let's talk a little bit about this one. Life Insurance Company of North America has agreed to pay the state of California $600,000 to settle allegations that it violated state law in the handling of disability claims. That's our commissioner, insurance commissioner, Steve Poisner. He got that. Philadelphia-based company also agreed to revamp its claims procedures to reopen claims closed between February 2005 and June 2006 to determine whether any additional benefits might be due to policyholders. Now, examinations by the State Department of Insurance found instances where the insurer known as Lina made claim determinations prior to requesting medical records from policyholders. Now, insurance adjusters also ignored important new information after claims had been denied. Lina had agreed to follow a cease and desist order to refrain from engaging in any legal claims practices. Now, insurance companies stink. They don't want to pay you what you buy the insurance for. Now, that's not always true. I mean, there's some good insurance companies. I shouldn't cover that brush, you know, quite so broadly. But there's some insurance that I'm going to really say you have to be careful on. I'm going to say long-term care insurance and disability insurance. A lot of times people are dis- disabled and they don't know that they have a certain amount of time to make a claim. And that the claim has to be accurate. That you have to really know what you're doing in, in filing the, the claim. If you have senior citizens, if you have uh, parents... Help them with their insurance because a lot of a lot of the forms are so tiny you can't even read it. And when you're you're older, your eyeballs are all gone. So a lot of seniors get get taken advantage of um, because they can't read the forms and they they don't file them in the proper amount of time. Just know that that's out there. Help your parents out if you can. They wipe the the poop off your butt with uh, your dirty diapers when you're a kid. So. When they're getting older, take care of them. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Let's take a break here. It's the Rob Black Show, 910 a.m. Talk910.com if you want to get a podcast show. Talk910.com. 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. Ahead at noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 910 a.m. More stimulating talk.
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. 800-345-5639. Boy, that David Letterman story, that's got some hair to it. Talk show admits to having affairs with co-workers, but they aren't his you know, first controversies. Uh, I actually interviewed Dave Letterman. I sat on hold long distance when I was in high school. Um, I got a... I got him to, you know, answer five questions or five minutes with Dave Letterman. Uh, and I did my school newspaper article on on Dave Letterman. So I was kind of a cool. Uh, I talked to him about Terry Forster in the 80s. He was uh, in a big fight with a guy named Terry Forster, who was a relief pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. And it, it, Letterman just found it funny that this guy was just this big, fat, just obese, huge belly. And he's like, that's not an athlete like that. He, he poked fun at it. I'd say Dave Letterman. I. I kind of want it to be Dave Letterman. I kind of picked up his sense of humor as a kid. You might see a little bit of that. I mean, certainly it's been 20 years since I've even paid attention to him, but you get the idea. Let's go to Patty in Fremont. Patty. Hi. Hi, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. What's up? Yeah, I just, uh, um, just now when you said that Samoa was cheap, I thought that was kind of, kind of mean. It's actually not, Gent Patty, because for 10 years I've been talking about the lowest cost of living on the planet. It's a place no, called... I mean, because it just had all that horrible stuff. That well, no, there. listen, listen. Tonga's got the cheapest quality of living, uh, cheap, cheapest uh, cost of living on the planet. So for, some people aren't going to save enough money for retirement. They should consider going to Tonga. Okay, and my second thing is, is that I'm 58. Yes. And I know that you don't like old people. <laughs> and I just wanted to point out that one of these days you're going to be one of us. Now, Patty, <laughs> out of curiosity, why do you listen to the show? I actually, I, I enjoy it. My, um, my coworker, Heidi, and I listen to you every day. And are you, do you really think I don't like old people? No, I don't. Okay, good. I, was, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. You're starting to worry me because it's not rational. Yeah. With that said, when you turn 60, Patty, I wouldn't mind turning into food and eating you as a cracker. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> Thanks again. Take care. Um, bye-bye. Old people are food. My favorite movie of all time, Logan's Run. Uh, because once you hit the age of like 35, they basically, uh, a light went off on you. And uh, they started tracking you down. And it was a society of young people. It was a utopia. But keep in mind, Patty, most utopias eventually turned to dystopias. In large part because perfection can't be gleaned forever. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's talk about some of the biggest financial mistakes that people make. Line of credit. I know you're saying people make mistakes on a line of credit. Yeah. Well, you start a line of credit. You start diversifying your credit sources. You're not just doing credit cards anymore. It allows you to access funds for large purchases, like you can buy a car. You don't have to scramble to range funds. The downside on a line of credit, and this is where people make big mistakes in their life, is that it's treated like free money. Uh, Marin is the BMW capital of the world, not because... People have six-figure salaries in Marin, but because they took out a line of credit. And there's nothing free about cash injections. Borrowers have to make minimum payments on the line's outstanding balance. So I'd be careful. I think lines of credit are one area where people get into trouble. I got an email from a lady earlier in the show, and uh, she's going to take out a line of credit and remodel her home. First and foremost, usually a bad idea. The only remodels that actually stick and have some value. Like, for instance, my producer, Heidi. She's putting dirt in her backyard. And believe it or not, you have to pay for dirt and you have to pay a lot of money for dirt. That's going to hold some value because it's going to hide the nasty, ugly concrete that it's going to be going over. That's, that's not a bad one. 
That's not a bad one. Uh, some people look at our backyard and go, ooh, I could plant grass here versus, ooh, you got a concrete jungle here. Another one that's okay is bathrooms. Because if you've ever pooped on a gold toilet, it's worth pooping on a gold toilet. But your kitchen upgrade, not such a good idea. Because you got these this great idea of, of cabinets. And just go into any old person's home, i.e. someone who's been living there for 10, 20, 30 years. And you're going to see that most people don't have good taste in cabinets. Or in 30 years, the, the taste has changed so much that it's rendered that first stylish idea as just awful. So... Be careful on lines of credit. Next thing, don't ever withdraw money from your 401k or retirement savings to pay down debt. Now, the advantage is you've got that 401k and you can take a loan against it. The consequence on it, though, is that when you withdraw funds you set aside for retirement, you're basically robbing yourself and you lose the, the advantage of compounding. Pulling the money out of your savings could leave you in a very bad position should something unexpected happen, like a job loss, where you have to pay the 401k back immediately. So... Ultimately, what you should do is have two to six months of emergency money for truly emergencies, and you never touch the 401k. Another mistake that people make, and we've already heard this one earlier in the show, when a 38-year-old woman said that uh, she wanted to buy a California bond, that's too safe. The advantage is that it's safe and it's risk-free. The downside is you're missing out on the opportunity to have your money work for you. Everyone's risk tolerance is different. I don't want you to go crazy. I don't want you, I want you to get market performance. I don't want you to get market outperformance because outperformance comes with price. Volatility and volatility scares the hell out of people. And when you're scared, you make bad mistakes. I want you to avoid debt altogether. Advantage of debt free. Sounds good. Living debt free is wonderful goal. The downside is debt can be a tool. So you don't want to be debt free. A mortgage or student debt is good debt. A mortgage lets you buy a house and property tends to appreciate over time. Owning your home can lower your living expenses compared to renting. Student debt can be huge responsibility, but it's an investment in yourself that boosts your income. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Any financial questions that you have, bring them on. 800-345-5639. That's 800-345-5639. Another big mistake is that cutting your variable spending. What is variable spending? A lot of people look to cut their spending and they look to budget and they look, how can I modify my budget? Variable expenses, expenses that are not fixed, like entertainment, dining out, and personal spending are out of line with what we earn. Now, an honest appraisal of where your money is going to you know, get you into better shape would be like cable TV. Now, you could say, I could save $200 a year if I don't buy Aerosmith tickets, but you can save, there's no doubt about it. A year on cable. Like, you know that fixed, don't cut your, your tickets. Just know that you've got some crazy expenses there. You know, include in your budget unrealistic expectations is what I'm trying to get at. And another big mistake that people make is paying down a major loan in one payment. If you choose this route, make sure you look at your interest rate. Some loans have such a low interest rate, you're better off putting your money into a savings account that earns you a higher rate than that. So if your savings interest rate is higher than your debt interest rate, you're disciplined enough to pay the debt on time. Debt's okay. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Rio de Janeiro got the Olympics. Do I care? Not really. Let's go to Sandy in Santa Oza. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Rob. Yeah, I have a question about long-term health care insurance. Okay. I had the opportunity to use it with my husband who died like 11 months ago. 
And I was not advised properly, and I tried to make an appeal, and I did make an appeal, and I was turned down. And I was never given proper advisement. Sure. And from my agent nor from the company. And when I tried to collect the money, they said, well, you you needed to hire somebody to take care of your husband. At right. least one day a week. And I, I'm a nurse, so I took care of him myself, thinking that was what my policy was available for, because that's what my husband had told me. But that wasn't the case. But my agent didn't tell me. And when I told him that, he says, oh, well, live and learn. I go, that's not acceptable. And anyway, so I want to make another appeal. And have you any suggestions? Yeah. Are you against getting an attorney? Well, I'm against paying attorneys. <laughs> how much? How much? Are you, how much are you looking for? Not that much. Uh, well, because it was supposed to be for forty-five hundred dollars a month, which they don't pay for the first, basically four months, right. three months, but it's four months, and then he died five months later. Right. So it wasn't that much money, but still, I paid for years on it. Yeah. And I got no advisement even from my agent. So my appeal was that they didn't train the agents right to. And, you know, they they can do so many loopholes on you by not delivering the policy or delivering the policy. Um, in situations like this, Sandy, I'd say consult with an attorney so that you can figure out a bigger picture. And if you think it's appropriate, hire the attorney. But I think an attorney will help walk you through your ideas right now. Uh-huh. So I would consult with an attorney. There's a good one down in, I know it's far for you, but uh, Los Gatos, a guy named uh, David Lillianstein. He's been on the show a couple times, and he's got a website, dllawgroup.com, dllawgroup.com, and uh, maybe one day when you're you're down in the South Bay, you're able to stop by his offices and pick his brain a little bit in a in a consultant. Yeah, I mean, it was, and I I was mad at the agent. I said, you know, I want you to admit you were wrong, and yeah. he kept saying, well, I live and learn, and I go, I don't want this to happen to another widow, you know. And I, it's a good advice to know that all I had to do is pay like a f- occupational therapist one day a week for one yep. hour a week to come and help my husband who had brain cancer. And Sandy, it's it's in hindsight, I'm glad that you were there for your husband because going through the loss of a spouse is incredibly painful, and at least he got to be there with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, all I needed was one hour a week. The negative is you also made a mistake. You got into an insurance policy that you kind of counted on your husband to understand, and then right. when push came to shove, you weren't educated on it well enough. I, and I was not, so I would advise people to become very educated. Read, their... read those insurance policies. I know it's it's a pain in the butt, but do it. Um, and thanks for the call, Sandy. Thanks. Um, 800-345-5639. Let's get us Nikki in Sonoma. Nikki? Nikki? Yeah. You're up. Um, I have a question. My um, sister-in-law is divorced with five kids. She's gone back to school part-time because she has to work part-time, and she's thinking now about just quitting working, taking out student loans, and finishing up college. And I'm just wondering your thoughts on that and what she needs to take into account. I don't know. It sounds like you're on top of it. What, what are you looking for to me for? Um, she's divorced. She's got five kids. She's going back to school. She's taking out loans. Pretty well, good. She- She's um, working part-time, and it's just really, she doesn't have enough time to do everything, you know? She's not having enough time with her kids and yeah. to put enough into school, and she's trying to, it's going to take her four more years to, to, you know, get the rest of her bachelor's degree, and she's trying to decide if she should just take out the loans and fast-track it. Yeah. Um, typically, you would say yes in this scenario, and again, I don't think I've got any magic advice on this one. If she could live with family and get, cut down some of the health care costs or the... the the daycare costs, if you know, help her study a little bit more versus uh, focusing on the kids. But getting a degree, it, it it'll kick your salary up, you know, from thirty thousand to sixty thousand. And if you get a good degree, it'll kick you up to eighty thousand plus. 
Um, so right. typically it's a good investment. But with that said, maybe she's trying to get a degree in English um, or maybe she's trying to become a teacher. And that's not necessarily a good investment late in life because she won't have as much time to recoup it because she is, like you said, uh, divorced with five kids. So I'm, I'm assuming she's at least 35. So I, I think she's got some uh, – she needs to look at her life and look at her budget first and see if she can't uh, use family to its fullest in order to get her through school as fast as possible. Thanks for the call. Let's go to break now. But when we come back, we're going to go to Russ and Kevin. They're both online. I'll get to you as soon as possible. Don't panic. I'll get right to you. The show is The Rob Black Show. It's a call-in show. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. To get your calls there. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Listening to Rob Black, 9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Talking all things financial. It's Friday, and quite honestly, my mind's checked out. Listen to what lame thing I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to a dog reunion. Going to go to Tahoe and take Maisie, the, the wonder puppy, and, well, hang out with other dog owners. My life is basically over. It's ruined. I'm done. Anyway, uh... It's kind of cool to see, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 Vishlas all running around and they're all related to each other's and smelling each other's butts and passing the old business card back and forth, so to speak. Anyway, what are you doing this weekend? See, my mind's already in Tahoe. And you know what? Snow at 4,000 feet. Can you give me a woe? Russ in San Ramon. Russ. Russ in San Ramon. Russ. Russ in San Ramon. Russ, Russ, Russ. Russ. Uh, Russ actually had a great question. So I'm going to stick with it. Because if I do nothing today, if I die in a fiery car wreck this weekend, I want you to spread the word. The gospel of Rob Black, the church of Rob Black coming soon to a a neighborhood near you. Russ had a question about variable annuities. Let me put it this way. I want to put my enemies into variable annuities. They're that bad. If you've purchased a variable annuity, you're not entirely sure what it entails. Listen up. There's immediate annuities and there's deferred annuities. People who purchase an immediate annuity deposit a lump sum and they immediately receive a monthly payment. Then there's deferred annuities, which the variable annuity falls into. Some unethical financial advisors mislead investors into the real benefits of annuities. Thus, many people invest in variable annuities thinking they're much better or more appropriate for them than anything else. The actual benefits are the tax-deferred status and the guaranteed income for life. Let's go to Russ real quick. Russ, are you there? Yeah, I am. How are you doing? Good. I just started talking about variable annuities. What's your question? Yeah, my question is, what is the difference between a qualified and a non-qualified? Um, I'll get to that, and thanks for the call. Um, who's pushing variable annuities on you, Russ? Well, I, I, it, was, it was 
money that I had in a 401k from an old company. So you're an older person, right? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, this is you are the one person on the planet that should not get a variable annuity. Taking money from a 401k, you've accumulated how much money was it? About 120,000. 120,000. You just made that salesperson a good $12,000. Now, 6,000 is going to go to his company, 6,000 is going to go to him. So, he's going to tell you about the guaranteed income for life. And he's going to tell you about the tax deferred status, but he's going to not tell you about everything else. Let me go over that with you. And thanks for the call. Um, with the good comes the bad. And the bad is that they're often neglected in the sales pitch. One of the first negatives is the contract is annuitized. Once the contract is annuitized, it's frozen. So if you've invested $300,000 and you agree to $1,500 a month, you would have to live for a long time in order to get back that 300000 If you live long enough to make it back, fine. The insurance company will continue to pay your benefit. But if you don't, tough luck. Of course, there's surrender charges. You pay a hefty fee if you take the money out before you reach 59 and a half. If you have a lot of money in a variable annuities, you could pay a lot in surrender charges. There's hidden fees. There's sub-account fees that you're going to pay, as well as annual fees, administration charges, mortality charges, and expense charges. Some of those fees can be buried in the contract where you have to search to find them. One of the most attractive features of a, a variable annuity for a lot of investors is the death benefit. Now, this benefit ensures that if you die before payments are made to you, you get the guaranteed, you receive at least the money you put into the purchases of it. Now, what's usually glossed over in this benefit is that the investor must die for that to kick in, and the payments the investor cannot be have started. So let's say you die a year into it. You basically lost everything. Once the payments have started, there's a chance the beneficiary will not receive any of the money. So another negative of variable annuities is that once they become taxable, they're treated as a regular tax income tax rate, not capital gains. Capital gains tend to be a lot lower. So a lot of these negatives are left out. All you have to do to find this is search negatives of variable annuities, and you'll see page after page of insurance people getting sued. Let's talk a little bit about this. An annuity is an insurance product, and they're sold more aggressively than Gucci bags. An insurance product is there for your worst-case scenario. You had just accumulated $140,000, of which that money will double every 7.2 years for you. You're going to get a guarantee of what, 3 4%, 5% at this point in time if you start to annuitize it right now? That's not very much. A variable annuity is basically a tax-deferred investment that comes with insurance on it. Now, variable annuities can be immediate or deferred. A deferred annuity, the account grows until you decide it's time to make withdrawals. And when that happens, it typically comes after the age 59 and a half. Fees, 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 fees. Variable annuities are notorious for the fees they charge. Typically, you're paying about 2.4% in the sub-account. That's too, That's crazy. Now, on top of it, you get surrender fees. You can't get your money. You get early withdrawal penalties. You can't get your money. It's an awful estate planning vehicle. The only people who variable annuities are, are good for, and in your case, I'd sue the person or I'd threaten to sue them. The only person that variable annuities are good for, people like me. Wealthy people who make six figures, max out the 401k. And then you have a kid, max out the 529 plan. And then you're looking around and you're going, what else can I put my money into that will grow tax deferred? Then it's okay. Maybe just okay. You've got, the more exciting the annuity, the worse it is. Boring is better in annuities and annuities for 98% of people are inappropriate. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Kevin in San Rafael. Kevin? Hey, Ralph. Hey. Uh, let me put, take off speakerphone here. That sounds terrible. Um, I actually had a question, a, a real estate question. Um, 
What, what's your take on uh, short sale versus uh, foreclosure? There's, I've heard t- tons of rumors, and it's hard to get a straight answer when you Google stuff or look online. It seems like uh, when you do that, it just goes to a site that's trying to sell you their product. Sure, sure, sure. Um, um, let's talk about the property. Do you live in the property? Yes, we do. Okay. It's a town, townhouse, and we're up, the value's dropped about 200000 since we bought it. Okay, so what did you pay for it? Uh, five, about 580 Okay. About four hundred. So, how many loans do you have on it? Is it two loans? Yeah, two loans, a first, and then a, uh, a home equity line of credit. Okay, the home equity line of credit is going to screw you up in a short yep. sale. Um, the first, have you refinanced the first? No, they won't refinance it because well, we've okay. we've just completed the uh, letter to Wells Fargo to see if they'll uh, do something about the loans. Uh, okay, if they'll reconfigure them or or lock us in at something better. The both the first will go adjustable and on the principal and interest uh, in less than a year or about a year from now. So okay. We're just trying to be proactive and do something about it now while, they're, while the banks are getting money from the federal government. I hear you, and you're, you're doing good. Okay. Um, here's the problem. On short sales, it's only non-recourse loans, and the home equity line of credit is a recourse loan. So okay. you're not going to be able to f- short sell that one into nothing. Bush, okay. before he left office, actually passed something that was pretty beneficial for a lot of people in your situation where – if you short sell your home, sell it for less than it's worth, you won't get 1099 on it. 1099 basically means that uh, because you for, were forgiven $200,000, that you'd have to pay taxes on you know a third of that. Uh, and that is a lot of money, $60,000 $60, to hit your um, income tax. So Bush actually passed until 2012. If you short sell a original mortgage that hasn't been refied, like you didn't take money out and buy a car, um, then that can be forgiven. So your home equity line of credit could be a stickler. Um, keep in mind, the only thing you're going to be able to short sell and be forgiven on is that non-recourse loan. Um, the recourse loan, you may get sued over. You may not get sued over. You may get sued over. You may not get sued over. Banks are pretty busy right now, and they may just let you go. So what I would do is consider meeting with a real estate attorney and discussing your options. Um, again, consultations are free. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to put down a retainer. Meet with a real estate attorney. Uh, Michelle McGill's a good one in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I heard you give her name earlier on your show, and I wrote that name down. As far as foreclosures and everything, Kevin, you're probably never going to be made whole in that, that condo or townhouse, or it's going to take you 20 to 30 years to get there. So I would consider one of those two options. Uh, maybe a deed in lieu of as well, and uh, thanks for the call. Um, and know that you're in good company. There's a lot of Americans who lost their homes. There's a lot of Americans who are upside down in their homes. You can rent for five years. Get back on your feet. Real estate's not going to go anywhere without you. Um, condos and townhouses are pretty tough investments in large part because there's no land there. So the, they, they're, they're tougher to get loans on and they're tougher to sell to people because there's no land there. And when you're in a condo or townhouse, you're, you got a na- noisy neighbor. You got a problem. So you have a single family home. You got a noisy neighbor and you just get a dog and <laughs> you fence yourself off from Vince's make good neighbors, right? Um, so I would consider short sell or foreclosure, and I would consider meeting with an attorney to discover your options. Let's get a break. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Coming up, we got Gail in Sunnyvale right after the break. Round the outside, round the outside. 
888-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Just got emailed by a guy named Eric who says that he's too shy to go on the air. That's crazy. Like, you don't have to be embarrassed. Let's go to Gail in Sunnyvale. Gail, how are you doing today? Gail's voice quality there wasn't the best. We live in the 21st century, and our cell phones stink. Would have been funny, though. Remember Captain Kirk and his communicator? If he had bad reception with it. I went and saw the bloated Captain Kirk. There's two Captain Kirks. There's Skinny Kirk and Fat Kirk. There's two Elvises, Skinny Elvis, Fat Elvis. Uh, I saw the, the, fat Elv- uh, the Fat Kirk uh, basically talk about how, look at everything we, we talked about in Star Trek. It's come true today. And uh, one of them was a communicator, which is basically a cell phone. Anyway, 800-345-5639. Gail had a question, and sometimes I will honor you and answer your question even though your phone stunk. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll mock you and say your phone stink gets a better phone call. Call in again. Um, she asked about a beginner book. Beginner book, and again, I've got a how-to-invest book out there. You can go to Amazon.com and get it. I don't think you should. I think my book stinks. I actually like the book by Rick Edelman more. E-D-E-L-M-A-N. Um new rules about money i got a book though if you want to go look for it and uh i will not sign it i'm not that happy with it it's it's a good book it's 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 all good content but i don't know pageant crown or whoever my publisher was i think it was pageant crown i just no it was harper collins yeah it was harper collins um i just don't like them i thought they're kind of jerks let's go to pleasanton linda hi rob um i'm paying 12.99 a month it's called privacy assist with bank of america and they do your, um, you know, identity theft sure. protection. Is that worth it, or are there other ways I can take care of that? Um, I think you could do it on your own. I don't think that's an unreasonable amount, Linda. But with that said, what I do is I freeze my credit card. I freeze my credit. So I contact the three uh, credit bureaus, and I tell them I don't want any new credit issued to me. I've got plenty. So my credit is frozen until I take my that freeze off of my accounts. Now, that protects me from people opening up credit in my name. Uh, it doesn't protect me from someone, you know, going around and getting teenage girls to come into a van and, you know, getting me arrested with identity theft. But it protects me on the credit side of the fence. I think that's probably your bigger issue. You may have some privacy issues that I don't know about that this Bank of America is able to to work through, but you can freeze your own credit. It's a pain in the butt. You have to write letters and you have to write letters to get it taken off. You could put in your credit reports. Don't open any new credit without calling me 415 blah, 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 blah. You could do that too. And then suddenly if someone tries to open credit, you know, buy a mortgage in your name, they call you and say, Mr. Black, do you want us to do this? So that's all they're doing. They're just putting in your credit report, you know, call our company before you call, before you approve it. So that's all it is. They were saying how people steal your social security numbers and all that on the internet. It's really easy to get a social security number, and they get a fake social security card with a with a photo ID, and it looks all of that. And so they have protection. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Again, that's. I'm going to go with you and say I don't know. I could tell you that. Um, to me, it sounds like a lot of money. It sounds like something you could probably cut and do on your own, but. Uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know about this actual program, so I'm not going to say anything further because I'm not trying to disparage bank of America who advertises with clear channel. 
So thanks for the call. And um, yeah, yeah. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Best website, or let's hit some quick websites because I'm thinking holidays. TripAdvisor.com. TripAdvisor.com for 25 million property reviews from real travelers. I like that. So when I go to south of Cancun, I want to find a place that people have said they've gone and they liked and it lived up to expectations. It's not perfect, but it's good. Hotels.com. Every Thursday, they got a last minute deal. Pretty good on Thursdays. I think you typically want to book directly through a hotel's website. Many places offer special online booking and prepaid deals. You can also opt to end hotels, free rewards programs, and receive emails about special promotions and discounts. So I would consider that. I think you um, hotwire.com is good. Hotwire.com, they got some hot rates that can knock 60% off a retail room price. That's not bad. Priceline negotiator, it's not bad. It can cut 50% off regular hotel rates. But Hotwire is actually a little bit better. A lot of people don't know that. Kayak.com, K-A-Y-A. K.com, kayak.com, scans hundreds of travel websites for the best airfares. I like searching for cheaper airfares because to me, if I can go to South Cancun, not Cancun, South of Cancun, if I can go to South Cancun for a $200 round trip, direct versus going 500 with a stop in Houston, I'd rather do that. There's also another website called airfarewatchdog.com, and that one will sign you up with airlines free loyalty programs to get the best bargains delivered straight to your inbox. Airfarewatchdog.com. Bing.com forward slash travel. They bought Faircast. Faircast was a cool site that would predict if you're going to be traveling for Thanksgiving, you want to buy absolutely on July 22. They knew that because they look 12,000 flights a day and they figure out historically when the cheapest flights are for the cheapest date or for the certain dates. So Bing.com forward slash travel. It used to be a, a website called Faircast. I bet you could probably type in faircast.com and do it yourself if you really, really want it to. Um, Cruises, best deals are close to the departure date. Think of a cruise line a lot like a hotel. Think of a hotel a lot like a hospital, but I'm totally digressing. There's a cool hotel in San Francisco called the Cathedral Hotel, and it's actually not cool at all. It's, It's dumpy, but in the 70s, it was cutting edge, and the film, The Conversation, was filmed there, and that's neither here nor there, but... They can rent those rooms out in a hotel for $50, $60, $70 a night. But uh, if you turn it into a hospital, you can rent that room out for $1,000 a night. So you see why it's going into becoming a hospital. But anyway, where was I going to go with that? Where was I going to go with that? Oh, cruises. Think of them as big hotels. And if they've got 100 extra rooms at the end of the, the, the right before it departs, that's wasted money. So all they got to do is get a maid, clean up your dirty stuff. They'll, they'll put you in there cheap. So anyway, that's what you got. There's a good website called cruisecompete.com, cruisecompete.com, where cruises actually compete for your business. Weird, right? I don't know. I just tried, thought I'd throw out some light, fluffy material. It's Friday. I don't want to work again until Monday, but I will be back on Monday. Everyone have a good, loving weekend. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, enjoy hockey season. Hockey season started, starts opened with a, a, a thud. That's not good. Um... Thanks for all the calls today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Heidi. You did a good job this week. You're still hired for next week. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Ron Black. You're listening to 9, 10 a.m. You can find it online, talk910.com. More stimulating talk. Glenn Beck up next. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.